ba, ba, ba. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Welcome back to another episode of One Penny at a Time. I am your host, Harris Elliott. Wow. Last week's episode 50 was such a hit. Thank you, everybody, so much uh, for listening, sending me emails on Twitter, Instagram. As well, you got to thank good old Lanny B for joining us. That was a really fun conversation, and we will make round two happen. Me and Lanny have already talked about it, so... A um, couple things before we talk about today's uh, episode. I um, want to go ahead and, like I said, thank you so much, Lanny, for joining us last week on episode number 50. Um, this week was supposed to be the anniversary episode. We had to push it back one week, um, scheduling, uh, my scheduling and getting um, our, our two guests that are going to join us for the one year, Mr. Ryan Williams and Russ Knopp, Dapper Dividends. We're going to do that for the last episode of the month, so stay on the lookout for that. Also want to celebrate... August 22nd is officially one year of this podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for all your support. Um, if you're not subscribed yet or uh, have not left the rating on the podcast, do so through your podcast provider. It does help get this out through the algorithm, get this out to more people as well. My email and my social links are at the bottom of the episode notes. I love to interact and talk with you guys. If you send me an email or send me a message, I will get back to you and we can go from there. Also, I just want to put this out there. I know this week, the market, uh, the last couple weeks, the market has been a little bit volatile. Um, keep in mind, historically, the month of September is the worst performing month in the stock market. If you look at the data, just keep that in mind with what may be coming up. Again, I'm not telling you that the market's going to go down next month because we don't know what's going to happen. But if you look at the data, we might be in for a tough month and just... If that happens, it's just what has happened historically. So just keep that in mind. If that does happen, I'll be excited because that might get up, get me some more buying opportunities. So if you heard me do the intro, do that little jingle. We're going to talk about the newest position in my portfolio, McDonald's, ticker symbol MCD. I don't think that McDonald's um, needs an introduction, but there's a lot of breakdowns I'm going to do of the business. Before I go over some stats, this one is mind-blowing. So McDonald's has a market cap of $210 billion. All these companies I'm about to list have $181 billion in market cap combined. This was a graphic that I actually found on Twitter by Brendan Shima. He did a really cool graphic for this, so I appreciate you sharing this out on Twitter. So... Olive Garden, Burger King, Wingstop, Taco Bell, Domino's, Shake Shack, Tim Hortons, Popeyes, Cava, Wendy's, Firehouse Subs, KFC, Pizza Hut, Longhorn Steakhouse, The Habit Burger Grill, Cheesecake Factory, Texas Roadhouse, and Chipotle. All of those businesses or restaurants combined still do not reach McDonald's' market cap. So that's crazy. So let's talk about a couple things with McDonald's. Obviously, we all know them as the fast food giant worldwide, 40,000 restaurants globally. Um, fun facts, they on average, they serve about 65 million customers daily, over in 100 countries. But there's a lot of other things that go into this. A big reason why McDonald's has been able to be the monster going from, you know, monster of a business going from small little burger stand originally in the 1950s in California is their franchising model. 
95% of McDonald's restaurants are franchised. And McDonald's makes a lot of money off of that. And I'll give a little bit of a brief to that. So only 5% of their 40,000 restaurants are corporate McDonald's restaurants where they have full risk. And that's a big thing. With franchises, their risk is mitigated, but they still are able to make a really good profit. As well, growth. Because through them doing their licensing deals or their franchising deals, it keeps growing the business. Year to date, McDonald's is up 6.8%. Five nine percent. The five year is up seventy four point two six percent. So not bad. Starting d- dividend yield right now is two point one six. I know it's not the most exciting, but remember, dividend yield is not everything. Also, if you want to look at it by the dividend stats, they pay a dollar fifty two cents per quarter or six dollars and eight cents per year per share. Payout ratio. Really important metric. They're right about 54% for their dividend payout ratio. Under 60% is a general rule for me, so it's pretty good. Um, It's pretty close to 60, but still, I I do like that metric on there. Their five-year dividend CAGR is 8.39%. I would like to see double digits and up, but it can't be greedy. Still, pretty close to 10%. I do like that as well. 47 years of consecutive dividend growth, very close to being royalty, that dividend king status, which, you know, not that many businesses get to that point. So I do like that as well. The one thing I'm going to be very honest with McDonald's, what I don't like, the valuation. Now, you're probably asking yourself, you don't like the valuation. Why the hell are you buying it? Um, Their current P.E. ratio is 25.45%. S&P is about 23.46% in the sector that McDonald's is at 13.09%. It is a very overvalued company in my opinion. However, you are, this is one of those companies that you have to pay up and you pay up for an amazing business. And that is something that has worked well for me with like waste management, for example, ticker symbol WM. And I know it's probably not the best example to bring up because I'm bringing in the concept of food and trash but waste management is overvalued but that has been an investment that has paid off well for me the thing about mcdonald's it's not the restaurant is a front right it's really the largest real estate company in the world and that's where i'm a sucker for this business so the way how this works the main reason how mcdonald's makes money is obviously through franchising so we talked about 5% of theirs being corporate. So they are on the hook for everything when on the 5% of co- corporate stores. The way it breaks down is they have the franchise model. Then they have the foreign affiliate program. As well, they have the developmental licenses. So franchises make up 55% of their business. For those, how it works is McDonald's owns the land. They own the building, they have somebody pay up a licensing fee, and they collect rent, and they collect the royalties on top of that. That is a big reason why McDonald's has been so successful with mitigating risk, but also getting profits off of that. McDonald's, when they talk about their developmental licenses, these are one business that owns a lot of chains at McDonald's is the easiest way I can do for this. I'm going to give you a really good example of this will be the company Arcos Dorados Holdings, which is the largest franchising for McDonald's in Latin America. 
They're also on the stock market, ticker symbol ARCO. McDonald's does not own the, the real estate portion of it when they do that type of business, but they still get royalties from them. So essentially it's like, hey, we created this brand, this business model, pay us a fee, use it. And then last but not least, they have their for the foreign affiliate the foreign affiliate programs. So that makes up twenty percent. As well, the developmental licenses make up twenty percent. So those two make up twenty percent each. Uh, franchises is fifty five percent. Corporate is five percent. Now for their foreign affiliates, um, Japan is their highest market, but they also have their their um, in China, Brazil, and seventy seven other countries that fall under that category. On that category as well, they're not they're just collecting royalties based off the business model, nothing in real estate. So the franchising model for McDonald's has been very successful. They get franchising fees, they get royalties, they own the property, they get rent. It's just a whammy for success. Let's talk about some other parts of here in McDonald's that I want to discuss. Um debt. Their debt is something I'm not a big fan of, but sometimes companies need to have debt. If I look at the sales, it's actually pretty interesting. In the mid-2010s, McDonald's had a lot of years of decreasing sales. That's something we normally do not like to see. What caused that as well, um, it caused their CEO to step down in 2014 at the time, which then now did lead to their current CEO. A big thing with McDonald's was they weren't innovating as well. Competition, what what they call casual dining restaurants, such as Chipotle, Five Guys and Shake Shack. They came out with really good products and they were taking market share from McDonald's, especially Chipotle. I remember back in during college and during those years, I can't tell you how many times I ate Chipotle because it was really good food. I'm not going to lie. McDonald's, though, what they did And this is going to be me coming off the top of my head, right? What I like that they've done over the last years, which in the last, ever since 2020, 2020 was a weird year overall, but after, after 2020 sales have consistently increased. And what I've liked that McDonald's has done is the way they're doing their marketing and their loyalty program with marketing. They have gotten some really good concepts such as their whole, um, their celebrity endorsement meals. They've had Travis Scott. They've had BTS. They've had Jay Balvin. They've had Mariah Carey. They have Cardi B and Offset. All of those artists hit very different demographics we've had overall. But what's crazy about these meals, there's not a special like a specialty item on it. It's literally the artist's favorite meal at McDonald's and they're marketing it as like a special thing. And the sales have driven up for that as well. McDonald's has taken really good opportunities with innovative marketing back in 2017 or 18. It's one of those two years. The show Rick and Morty make a joke about the Sesquan sauce, which was a, a very limited time promotion that they did in the late 1990s for the movie Mulan. And that became such a joke on the show for that episode that McDonald's brought it back temporarily, cashing in on those opportunities as well, what I've liked what McDonald's has done, they've created a marketing, like not, not even doing this intentionally, but the Grimace's birthday shake or the birthday meal, the, the birthday shake. It's nothing special, but they've created really good marketing that went viral on TikTok and Instagram reels. And 
that is the kind of things that you want to happen to get traffic up in stores, driving up sales and creating that those memories and creating that whatever you want to call it. Right. And they said Grimace has been a part of McDonald's for forever. And I'm a big sucker for intellectual property when it comes to any type of business. Also, I was starting to think about how many movies have McDonald's has had a cameo in. And I had to think, I started thinking about my first memory was the movie Richie Rich, which I think was released in 1994, which was led by Macaulay Culkin. I remember big daddy with Adam Sandler in 98 or 99. One of those years, where he fights with the McDonald's employee about breakfast times. Um, of course, then you have The Fifth Element has a McDonald's reference. And of course, my favorite movie of all time, Pulp Fiction, when Samuel L. Jackson talks about a quarter pounder with cheese in France, it's called the Royale with cheese. McDonald's has been able to be in so many movies that I didn't even reference here, but those are the ones that just come off the top of my head. McDonald's is a brand as an intellectual property worldwide renowned it's a powerhouse some things that might be in concern if we do get into recession are people going to pull back on their spending and that's something that we have to think about but mcdonald's is one of those brands where i can see some corporate 500 ceo standing in line with a blue collar worker right behind them trying to get a quarter pound of cheese or a big mac McDonald's is one of those brands that does transcend to multiple demographics and income levels, and that's a good business for me. I'm going to do this with McDonald's. It is overvalued. I'm going to buy my tranches in very small quantities, so either $25 or $50 at a time while I build this out. If there is a big dip that does happen, then maybe we'll increase that. I am very long with McDonald's with what they've built. They have been such a successful business. And I'm curious to see if you want to write in, what do you think about this? I know if you're a value investor, you're probably shaking your head, but I need to look at this as a different spectrum. If I went solely off of value and I only bought things that met my value, I might miss out on opportunities. And this is a business that I am willing to pay up for and build this out and make this a part of my portfolio and continue growing this over the years and see what we hit. Three years from now, we'll hit that dividend king status and that'll be exciting. That's all I wanted to talk about in today's episode. Um, that's where I wanted to think about. One last thought, actually, before I do go, if you're curious. Um, if J- January 1st, 2020, if you would have invested $10,000 in McDonald's and if we, did th- we calculated total return, which is dividends received plus stock appreciation, you would have $14,187.99, about a 41.88% return. Not a bad deal. So tell me your thoughts about this. Next week, we are going to have a real big party here with our one-year episode with Ryan Williams and Russ Knopf. I'm excited for you guys to join us here for the journey. Year two of the podcast We're going to reach that goal one penny at a time. I'm here to support everybody in this community with their goals, just as you have been supportive to me in my journey and what I've been able to share with the community. Thank you all so much, and I'll see you on the next one.